0: Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever podcast. My name is Brian LeBenn, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBenn. How are you doing today, Luke?
1: Happy birthday to the. Oh, me. Happy birthday to the. Huh. Happy birthday, dear Brian. That's me. It's Rap Snacks Part 3! <laughs> oh! Oh,
0: oh, oh, my goodness.
1: I thought it would oh be a good birthday celebration goodness. to get you some. Oh. Wrap snacks. So we've got this. This is a new edition. Trina with some honeydew. Oh, okay. Don't know what that's gonna. Be. Oh, they're puffs. I didn't even see that. Ooh. And then we got Lil Boozy with Louisiana heat. Those are gonna be hot. Oh. And a good old classic, the classic Fetty Wap.
0: Fetty Wap, honey jalapeno. Yep. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Wrap snacks are a wonderful
1: chip, a wonderful brand of chips, and they were recently referenced on Atlanta. Uh, That's great. Because Paperboy got a wrap snack, and I had some little Yachty like flaming hot Cheetos. I didn't bring those. Sorry, I got these at a different place. But all right. but they were weird. I'm not sure how I felt <laughs> about them.
0: I'm uh, I'm interested in these Louisiana heat for sure. So bust them open. Let's uh, let's bust them. I'll bust open. these
1: honeydew cream puffs open. So yeah, no, cheese puffs, not cream puffs. That'd be weird. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: actually honeydew might. Um. So yeah, it it was my birthday this week. Thanks for singing me birthday song. Yeah. And for getting me a birthday present.
1: These are pretty good. Sweet and cheesy. Hmm.
0: I'm having the Louisiana heat. Uh there is some heat there. They're mm. all they're also um wavy, which I love waves. You gotta love
1: the waves. You're on a wave just like Kanye when that TMZ guy interrupted him.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Hmm. Anyway, how did your birthday go? You beat Jesus, and you're 34 now.
0: I did, yeah. Suck on that, Jesus. Um, I'm living life, not being crucified, and I'm just going forward, and my birthday was really good. I didn't really do anything too crazy for it. Um, I got some nice socks. Nice. I got a nice new
1: pair of shoes. Oh, socks and shoes. Your feet are set.
0: I know. I guess when you turn 34, you get really into your feet. Um also 34 it was like kind of a what have I been doing with my life year? But I'm like, no, I'm doing all right.
1: Yeah. It's it's tends to be like that. So I, you heard it here first, folks. Brian said, "What am I doing with my life?" and then decided, "I'm in defeat now."
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in defeat. Um and uh, my feet are feeling great. I got my new shoes on right now.
1: What? Let me take a look at these. Bad boys. Let all right, me right, here you Look go. under the table here. Oh, you're bringing it up. Oh, are those Yeezys? No. They look kind of like the Yeezy shoes. They do. Shoes. And you know, Yeezy likes to
0: pretend that he's all like original with his shoe designs, but they look like shoes that he exist. Ripped them off, oh yeah, so so hard. Um, but yeah, these are these are very very comfortable shoes. Only the best for my feet.
1: Well, that's why they call him sleazy Yeezy.
0: That's true. That's the reason. <laughs>
1: All right, should we get started? Yeah, Enough I, about your birthday.
0: Yeah, that's enough. Um, yeah, get started. I'm going to
1: yeah, try let, out those cheese puffs.
0: Let the people know what this show's about while I eat some uh, rap snacks.
1: All right, well, this show is about two cousins playing music for each other and having some laughs along the way. Uh, you're going to hear us each play four songs that we pick in secret and then debut them for each other. I might say Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. Or if I did my job right, Brian will say. Papa like you. And that's our stamp of approval. That gives the person playing a song a point, And in the end, the loser will face their punishment. How about the loser has to get Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un to make up and have this meeting once and for all?
0: That Okay, I, I think that's a good idea. Um, it's yeah, no so small task. Not at all. First of all, you have to deal with uh, Kim Jong-un second of all, you have to deal with Donald Trump. I yeah. mean, that is a nightmare.
1: Which, by the way, did you see in Trump's message it said, uh, for the good of both parties, but to the detriment of the world. And it's like, okay, good to see who you prioritized. <laughs> it's uh, good for me, but not so for weird. anybody else.
0: Well, I mean, he canceled it because North Korea was going to cancel it, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, think he was, why? I think he was, he was, he was trying, just to save trying to say yeah. that. I
1: read that it was about Pence. They insulted Pence or something.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, who knows? I mean every who doesn't it I mean, look <laughs> at the guy. He's a yeah. asshole. Um so okay, yeah. Now
1: Donald Trump's gonna cancel his interview that we had scheduled <laughs> oh, sh- on this I'm podcast. Sorry.
0: I'm sorry, man. Oh well. <laughs> well I guess our extended play episode with Donald yeah. Trump is cancelled, <laughs> so you're welcome. Um but yeah, yeah, loser has to be the negotiator between Donald Trump
1: the negoti the liaison North
0: Korea and uh figure this stuff out. I mean, this is going to take forever. Yeah. <laughs> It'll never happen, so this will be the rest of your life.
1: But the good thing about our punishments is they last only a week, and then you're out of there. So uh, okay.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Good point. So, yeah, for a week, you'll have to deal with this. Or you will. Oh, well, I meant I meant you. Oh, okay. All right. Should I get us started here? Do it up. So, um, I believe on our first ever episode of Best Song Ever, hmm. the first one we ever did, you recently played... Dirty Projectors, who we played on the first episode. Yeah. I played Julia Jacqueline. Do you remember her? I do. Uh, Singer-songwriter from Australia. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I really enjoyed her last album and was very interested when I found out she was uh, in a new band. And the band has a super weird name, which is Fantastic Furniture. Now, it doesn't sound that weird, but fantastic is spelled ph whoa and furniture is spelled like a fern like as in between two ferns that's
1: too much crazy spelling so, for me, me to handle
0: crazy spelling um but you know they let you know right away they're all about fun this is a fun with a ph with a ph that's right they're all about fun um and this is a band that just got together after a night of uh, intense drinking that not a lot of them remember but they decided let's start a band together and um
1: that was during the night of drinking or the next day
0: it was during the night of drinking but that was part of the night but it they stuck remembered with them. Okay. Um, and so they got together started making some songs they thought they would just be for fun and then they decided hey let's release this as an album and it's coming out on polyvinyl like how cool nice. would it be to just Fart around and make an album that comes out on polyvinyl, you know, yeah. like that's that's pretty legit stuff. Julia Jacqueline has more of a singer-songwriter approach in her solo work, and she wanted to kind of see what it would be like to make music that makes people happy and dance around, and um, just kind of have an alter ego almost in the form of this band and change up the sound. Mm. And this song is like a little dancey in the indie rock sort of realm of things but it it's just a fun song i like it a lot the melodies are great and uh, i've been listening to this with the weather changing into beautiful weather lately and it's a really nice complimented music so let's listen to fantastic furniture with fucking and rolling
2: Ha ha eh. ha ha eh. ha, ha.
1: Fucking and rollin', it just feels right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, that was I expected that to be a little goofier with their goofy spelling and yeah. the name fucking and rolling. It was quite beautiful. Yeah. Her singing fucking and Rollin' there at the end and I like I liked the bass line and uh what she would do, making her voice go high in the the chorus there. Uh yeah, I dug it.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a cool song. The bass line, man, it just it's so driving in that song and um the rhythm section in general it, it is kind of dancey but you're right it's not as like zany as you might yeah. think but i appreciate that like i wouldn't want it to be too jokey right um but you know they have kind of this sly sense of humor of still being like beautiful sounding with singing about how fucking and rolling just feels right, right. um and yeah her her voice is Um, fantastic in this song it kind of reminds me of like jenny lewis a little bit when she goes high on the chorus there which jenny lewis is like one of my favorite vocalists around so i I consider that to be pretty high praise and uh yeah i'm really interested to hear what else they have to offer with this album and uh pretty pretty excited for it so that was fantastic furniture with fucking and rolling from fantastic furniture which is out july 27th on polyvinyl record company i just want to say fucking enroll in one more time all
1: right oh, there you say fantastic furniture that just oh, rolls off to the tongue
0: i want to say fantastic furniture fucking and rollin'.
1: fantastic um all right well my first song comes from a legendary alt country slash rock band that is celebrating 20 years together this is lucero mm. which sounds like the name of a pokemon sounds like lucario (laughs) is it
0: is is it lucario uh yeah evolved
1: i don't know i've only played it in super smash bros i don't Mm. i have not played the actual pokemon game i'll get back to you on that one thank you i'll look into it um but have you ever heard this band before i have it's been a long time
0: but i have enjoyed it i went through a big alt country phase when i got into of course wilco Oh, and then yeah. branched out from there. And um, yeah, Lucero was was a band that stuck out to me as being very good, but I haven't listened to them in a long yeah. time, so I'm, I'm interested.
1: And see, I'm not always the biggest fan of it, and I've heard some of their other stuff that I wasn't crazy about, but I heard this new song and uh, really dug it. It's uh, called For the Lonely Ones, and it's surprisingly bright and like uh, upbeat and kind of big sounding because the... The album covers like this black and white, like uh, decrepit kind of uh, building, looks like an old church or something. And that's kind of their signature style, like the Gothic, Southern Gothic stuff. And the album's called Among the Ghosts. But this song is kind of a bright spot in that uh, sort of dark style. Um, So this one goes out to any lonely listeners out there. Because as this song says, we're out here with the lonely ones seeing how we ain't been the only ones down and out. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. here's Lucero with For the Lonely Mm -hmm. Ones.
0: That was a cool song. Uh, I enjoyed the horny elements of it. It had just the right amount of horn. It kind of went into like almost a honky-tonk feel for a little bit, but pulled back. And then I feel like they played around with some of the classic sounds of southern rock and Mm -hmm. combined them in an interesting way. And the, the song had a cool structure to it. Um, and I don't remember his voice being like so gravelly. Like it yeah. reminded me of like social distortion almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that has changed over time or if I'm just remembering it incorrectly. But uh, I I enjoyed his uh the
1: weathered voice there. Yeah, well maybe it's gravelled with age. Uh, they have been together 20 years, but yeah, I love that sort of gospel-y southern rock mm-hmm. piano. And the horns, some sexy sax in there, kind of reminds me of like the Titus, the sound Titus Andronicus had, kind of Springsteen-y punk feel. And actually it's funny because Titus did the Civil War stuff and the other single they have out, To My Dearest Wife, was inspired by Civil War letters written by soldiers. And uh, this album also, it was co-produced and engineered by Grammy Award winner Matt Ross-Bang, who's worked with my two favorite country folk people, Margot Price and Jason Isbell. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a spoken word interlude by Michael Shannon. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. I love Michael Shannon. So that sounds pretty cool. Is he
0: talking about like the... um, the shelter that he's building out in his backyard and like how the aliens are coming and stuff like that. Um, the, it, the fallout shelter he's building.
1: I don't know. Is that something Michael Shannon talks about or is this a reference to something?
0: Uh, it's from take shelter. The movie. Have you seen? Oh no. Th- what dude, that's like by far his best movie. Really? Best, oh yeah. I love Shannon. You got to see take it's shelter. In that new
1: Fahrenheit 451. He is. Yeah. Go, hey, Go real quick. Okay. Watch Take Shelter. Should I go take Shelter? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah, right? Shannon, give him an Oscar. He did good. When did that movie come out? Like 2011 or something, maybe? Yeah, retroactively, they should give him an Oscar for that one. Do it! Uh, So, anyway, that was Lucero with For the Lonely Ones from Among the Ghosts out August 3rd on 30 Tigers. Uh, Thanks for sticking around for two decades, boys and giving us some good music uh it's no small task and you did it congratulations
0: shout outs to lucero for sticking around
1: happy birthday to them and to you yeah is it their birthday too it's their 20th birthday i mean anniversaries are like birthdays yeah that's true
0: cool hey we share we're kind almost birthday buddies maybe i don't know yeah all right so i'm gonna move along to another australian i am whoa take it easy bringing the aussies today um maybe they're best friends because they're both from australia i think that's how geography works
1: you did bring in some aussie brand shampoo as well i was wondering why you did that but now it makes sense
0: yeah you got to go all aussie or none at all that's that's my philosophy so um this is from a uh solo producer sort of project from uh a lady named georgia she records under the name g flip have you ever heard any <laughs> songs from her no she's, i like the name though she's relatively new she has just a couple songs out and um she's getting some buzz here for for these songs um she has been a drummer for a long time like since she was 10 years old she had this uh, drum instructor that she was like She saw a lot of herself in The Drum Instructor. She was younger and uh, also gay and just like a cool drummer that she looked up to. Mm. And um, I was going to say,
1: usually it's the older person who sees themselves in the younger person, but it was a reversity.
0: Well, yeah, like seeing like who she wants to be. You know what I mean? Role model. That's the word. Um, (laughs) And. At the age of 30, this mentor for her passed away, oh. and um, it really affected her, made her realize that she wanted to pursue her dreams, and so she started um, kind of being a drummer in touring bands and did that for a little while, but didn't find that fulfilling, so um, she stopped doing that, started making her own music, and um, it's, it's a cool, interesting pop sound. You can hear that it's coming, like, from the reference of a drummer. I I like it a lot. I like the first single that she put out, and um, I also really like the second one, which we are going to listen to. Uh, It's called Killing My Time, and you'll hear, it's very, very easy to tell what the song is about, but it's to a love interest who is just trying to distract you, pretty much. Mm. Um, And uh, I I think we've, we've all been there, you know love interests always trying to distract you and kill your time you know what i'm saying
1: yeah it's like let my time live you time murderer yeah don't be such a
0: time murderer um so let's listen to the song it's a good song i think you'll enjoy it uh it's about a time murderer and avoiding them so this is g flip with killing my time
3: could stare at you for days why can't you fucking behave i know what you like it's killing my killing my killing my i don't want to go and send. i got things i must begin but i like your drive it's killing my killing my killing my this what you brought now is broke why do you want to provoke every line
1: part where it was like, leave me alone. That really resonated with me because it's how I'm always just thinking that about you every time you're just jabbering on over there. I'm I just know. like, ah, oh, just leave me alone. But uh, that was really good. I see what you mean about the uh, the uh, drummer standpoint because there was so many cool like percussion sounds in there. And uh, electronically I really liked a lot of the vocal effects. There was like some weird like auto-tune or vocoder type thing at the end there and uh it was yeah really well produced uh makes sense that she's coming from that sort of standpoint
0: yeah definitely and you know the part of the song i really identify with is um like don't distract me with your body put your clothes back on because like i've been told that so many times in my (laughs) life it's like just put your clothes back on. Don't distract me yeah, with your body. Like,
1: I just I can't focus on anything. You're too good looking. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's
0: beautiful. I'm like I, I'm I'm really inspired by the sculpture of David in my personal life. Um I just I, I don't know. I just You're think, so modest. Yeah. Thank you. Um but no, the the song is great. Like you said, really great percussion built within and also kind of treats some non-percussive sounds like percussion and just melds it all together in a very subtle way it's not overpowering and it is kind of sparse in at points but um it does kind of grow and grow as the song goes on which i really appreciate it's a it's a great subtle pop song and i am very interested to hear what sh- what else she is going to do? Because it's only her second single, she's already got like five hundred thousand listens on Spotify. Whoa! Um, so she is you know enjoying a a moment right now of being buzz buzzworthy, and I mean, <laughs> being on this podcast is only going to help. Yeah, it's gonna just explode. I can't even imagine. Wow. So that was G Flip with Killing My Time, which is out now.
1: Check out her other single as well. Stop killing her time. Give her give her time.
0: Yeah, we want to hear more music, and she's trying to make it. And whoever you are, you yeah, distracting, distracting her. her. We want to hear more. Put
1: your clothes back on already. Yeah, come on. Well, my next song uh, comes from a super group of sorts, a super duo, if you will. Uh, this is Lump it's all caps um this is the project of laura marlene who is an awesome folk singer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um who her album semper femina from last year was awesome and mike Lindsay, who was a founding member of the band tongue you remember them oh i remember them kinda, from way yeah. back in the day and uh throws who i uh, had an album a couple years ago that was good and uh they met at a Neil Young show after Laura Marlin was supporting Mm. Neil Young and uh, Mike had been working on some compositions and needed a vocalist. And uh, she came on board and uh, did the lyrics and the vocals. And it's an interesting feel. His compositions are really cool and kind of bizarre at times has a kind of, this song has a kind of like LA noir feel, kind of like what Lord Huron was doing on the last one. And, um, Laura has like kind of airy, like opera-sounding like vocals. Uh, with her lyrics, she said she's trying to tell a story about the commodification of curated public personas, the mundane absurdity of individualism, and the lengths we go to to escape our own meaninglessness. So here's LUMP with "Curse of the Contemporary." <laughs>
0: a super interesting world to be a part of for a while um i I get what you're saying with that like noir sound um just it it feels like late night music you're kind of um driving through some seedy areas listening to this song and um it's mixed with again her beautiful vocals but they're layered really great and um I don't know, like, the, the melody just goes all over the place, and she does have an operatic way yeah, of singing, right. which is, it's just very cool, I, I, I enjoyed it.
1: Which, she kind of sings like that on some of her music, because right. this is very different, interesting uh, next step for her, uh, and yeah, it's kind of got that dark, eerie sound, uh, definitely some bizarre sounds going in there, but... I love the chorus, and I thought that was like horns at first, but it sounds kind of like it could be like a distorted guitar that he's Mm kind of like smacking there in Mm -hmm. the chorus. Um, the, The lyrics in the chorus, we salute the sun because when the day is done, we can't believe what we've become, something else to prey upon. And, you know, she's talking about like being bored in California, and it seems like it's kind of like her warning someone, like keep your wits about you. Um, Mm -hmm. like going into trying, I don't know whether it's making yourself something or like chasing fame or something like these, uh, these personas that she talks about, the, uh, curated public personas. And, uh, you know, it's like this podcast, she says, evidently it's just another vanity. And, um, that's definitely why we do this, you know, we're, we're there doing it and, uh, can't believe who we've become when the day is done. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love
0: who we've become. <laughs> I, I love vanity projects.
1: Yeah, well, we discussed your vanity a little bit where you're always taking your clothes off, so...
0: Yeah, I'm like David.
1: Right. Oh, there's a cool video for this, and, like, their sort of mascot for the band is this weird, like, furry thing, and it's, like, dancing in this video. Mm. It's really cool, but kind of creepy. Yeah. I like the song. It's really cool it and kind of creepy. And it's kind of cynical, but I like it a lot. It seems... Like someone who's been there, done that kind of warning you of uh, what lies ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I again, like just the idea of commodification of a personality is like another level of um, like Marxist critique that I feel like they couldn't even have thought of back then. Like yeah. just because, you know, they talked about how workers would be commodified by businesses but more in the sense of like they were another part of a machine but now it's just like people are like sold like their image is sold i don't know it's it's a it is a cool uh it's a cool thing to critique for sure
1: well yeah and like curse of the contemporary because i'm obviously thinking about like doing things like online you know like building these brands like we're talking about whether it's like youtubers or whatever like youtube that makes this whole thing
0: makes me think of have you ever heard of the youtuber that goes under the name poppy i don't think so so she uh so poppy also makes music and wait
1: is it spelled like poppy like p-o-p-p-y yes oh like poppy nugs i was thinking p-a-p-i
0: Oh no no, Poppy yeah P O P P Y. Oh okay, that does sound familiar. Um, she's also she also makes music and she's like signed to Diplo's record label, oh. but she makes these like YouTube videos that are obviously um, satire, but she doesn't let on at all, and they're really creepy. Like they're hmm. really really weird. It's kind of like she's a robot, but she's like. It it's super huh. weird. I love it. Um, you should check them out. They are bizarre stuff, and it does kind of fit in with this critique of like the commodification of a personality. Right. Um, she almost like treats herself like a like a religion to be followed. Sort hmm. of. It's it's super cool. Really weird stuff.
1: Interesting. Well, that was Lump with Curse of the Contemporary from Lump, self titled, out June first on Dead Oceans feel like I need to crank up the energy and yeah, the volume. Pump up the jams. Yeah,
0: I need to pump up the jams. And I have the perfect song to do that. This comes from the Catalonian Quartet called Morn. Do you
1: remember Mourn? Oh, yeah. I feel like I've listened to some of their stuff recently.
0: Yeah, so they have two albums out one in 2014 and another one in 2016 and I really enjoyed them at the time but it's kind of interesting how like two years off can make you forget about a band now like that's partly like my own fault but also just partly culture of music now like you just need to be constantly making things to be remembered and for the past two years they've actually kind of been unable to make music because of a legal battle going on with a spanish record label that they had and um they tell this story about how they were on a tour and they were in iceland and they were like hungry and they had no money and they couldn't eat and label execs were there with them and um it it was just a terrible trip wow and the label execs were kind of like well you better get used to being tired and hungry you know kind of like oh Mm. it's good for you sort of thing and they went to bed one night woke up and found out that these label execs went to went like off to a trip to look at geysers out there apparently geysers in iceland are something really cool Mm. to look at but they were using these funds for this tour for that and not like buying them food and just letting them kind of you know be hungry and miserable
1: that's shady it
0: is and um so it just kind of goes into this idea of like well they were unable to get away from this label and they wanted to so bad and it took them a long time and they finally are and they're releasing a new album and a lot of these songs are very um like journal diary sort of um things from this time very uh Transparent and not at all like metaphorical. These are just hmm. literal things that happen yeah. to them over this time.
1: It's like, well, thanks for inviting me to see the geysers, douchebag. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and the song that we're gonna listen to is called "Fun at the Geysers." <laughs> nice. And they, the music video they have with it, they actually went back to Iceland, went and visited <laughs> these geysers, <laughs> awesome. and they're running around having a good time and um i just i love that like haha fuck you you know like we're free of you now we can go have fun (laughs) at these geysers when you were like so hypocritical so such assholes about it and like just made them feel so shitty i have been just listening to this song nonstop. it's probably my favorite rock song right now for sure uh and you know i like a good rock song so Are you excited? Oh, I'm ready to rock. All right, let's do this. This is Mourn with Fun at the Geysers.
1: Wow, I just had fun at the geysers, so I'm going to give that an old Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. Yeah. Uh, That was fun. Nice and fun and sludgy and uh, rocked hard. I loved the two voices together Mm in the first verse and then just the yelling in the second about verse. hate yeah it's so great it's good without the backstory but knowing the backstory it's just more cathartic hearing them just scream at them
0: yeah and they they said they really embraced like an animalistic side where they just in this song you know again like there's that verse that's she's just like i hate you you hate me yeah. i hate you and it's just very just emotional and visceral and um i think it's it's great that they were able to channel these terrible experiences into their art and um create something that's just so great to listen to and i love how the voices go back and forth i just i love the the different vocal parts they sound like they could be completely different songs but it's all together in uh in a short song yeah and uh yeah super great
1: well, and that's the thing. It's like I, I'm all for cryptic lyrics that, you know, you have to dig into and all that. But sometimes there's a lot of emotion just in that story. That's uh, you just all you have to do is straight up. Tell it how it is. Yeah. Just go to the geysers.
0: Have fun at the geysers. Yeah. Go to the geysers. Um. Yeah. They they just they want you to know the geysers are fun. And I have seen like I feel like Iceland has become kind of a popular trip destination
1: um we actually had a mutual friend who just went there he might be there now Ah. still i'm not sure if he's back yet it's kind of a hipster destination
0: trip uh and
1: gotta go see yonzi and bjork oh man yeah
0: (laughs) gotta gotta hang out with them they're just chilling on on iceland uh easy to find and hang out with but um it's beautiful i've seen a lot of pictures and i'm at the music video has uh, some footage from there as well at the geysers.
1: Nice. I need to check that out. I want to see these beautiful fun geysers.
0: That was Mourn with Fun at the Geysers from Sorpresa Familia which is out June 15th on Captured Tracks. Not the asshole label.
1: They're the good guys. Yeah, yeah and I had heard their uh, song Barcelona City Tour. That was mm. the song recently yes. yes. I'm assuming that's about a that's a pretty direct name, as well, about a Barcelona yep. city tour <laughs> yes
0: it's it again they're they kind of view the songs as like journal entries, just very literal experiences from the past two years.
1: That's cool, all right, well, I'm very happy to present my next track to you uh I just a day or so ago this came out, and I was super excited to see that this artist was back with new music. This comes from one of my favorite songwriters, Jordan Lee, a.k.a. Mutual Uh, Benefit. Mm -hmm. Mutual Benz is back, baby. (laughs) And uh, we played some songs from his last album, Skip a Sinking Stone, in 2016. Amazing album, one of my favorites Mm -hmm. of the year. And now he's back with the album Thunder Follows the Light. And there were two singles released. Have you heard either of them?
0: I, no, I didn't. I saw that they came out, but I hadn't listened to
1: them yet. I thought you'd be uh, grabbing them before me, but luckily you did not. The first one, there was Storm Cellar Heart, which is really cool. More of a like slower build with different elements coming in. It's, it's awesome. But then this is kind of more what I would expect. Uh, a folkier song with some harmonica, some nice harmonies. Uh, This song's called New History, and uh, Jordan said this about it. I think people in power benefit greatly from a general lack of historic memory in the U.S. I've been wondering if the first step to imagining a more just world is to study our history better, not just the linear revisionist one that is oft-repeated, but all the unsung champions of equal rights as well as the acts of unthinkable cruelty that humans are all capable of. So, yeah, some some deep mm. subject matter That's he's cool. getting into. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll dig into that a little bit more. When he was talking about the song "Storm Seller Heart, too, he said that he didn't want to get too entrenched in escapism instead of the messiness of living. So kind of presenting a, a more real vision of things as, instead of censoring, you know, what you don't want, like the unpleasant, complicated mm-hmm. parts. Um, so... I think it would be good for us both to listen to this song. Like it would be simultaneously beneficial to you as well as me. I wish there was some idiom that would really sum up that it would be good for the both of us, but whatever. Anyway, here's mutual benefit with new history. <laughs>
2: Setting on this town, where us and in intertwine, where past and present remain bound in all the things we leave behind, because we.
0: i'm interested to know more about the lyrics because of what you said the song uh you know was kind of covering mm-hmm. um because i'm not great at catching the lyrics of the song i was just wrapped up with the incredible music the nice mixing between acoustic guitar and uh like piano that was kind of just bleeding together and um I'm a sucker for harmonica. Yeah. I love harmonica. And that that was some, some nice harmonica. It was a, just a great, lovely folk song. Uh, I really liked it.
1: Yeah. And some subtle banjo, too, I heard mm-hmm. there. Um, kind of what you'd expect from uh, his like earlier work. And then mm-hmm. on the last one, he had a lot of uh, bigger arrangements. And that's kind of what you get on Storm Cellar Heart. But, um, yeah, the lyrics and the chorus are... Uh, spirits linger cities whisper of who we once were repeated over Mm. and um i think that's an interesting idea of just of history repeating itself because you know we do and he's saying you know we need to not ignore it not try to hide from all the bad things in our past but learn from history so we don't keep repeating it
0: yeah and it kind of also sounds a little bit like a ghost story like we're mm-hmm. haunted by this unresolved death that we right. haven't dealt with correctly so it's just kind of continuing to haunt and linger over um you know the future exactly um and so i i, I like that imagery a lot
1: it was also uh the sort of his inspiration because like i said there's storm cellar heart and then it's uh thunder follows the light and he was inspired when he was sitting watching listening to a storm happening and just sort of the idea of like the thunder and the light and this sort of destruction and then the light that follows and rebuilding after like that relationship is what he kind of wanted to examine on the album Mm. which i i love doing that i feel like that's watching storms i used to do that with my dad when Mm -hmm. i was younger we'd sit in the garage and watch it and uh something very therapeutic about that and uh he uh uses the metaphor sort of of the storms to talk about you know global things happening um and how they relate to your inner storm and i feel like that weirdly often happens where it's like whatever personal stuff you're going through syncs up with the sort of principles at stake in the things that are in the national conversation too and uh on his last album, skip a sinking stone. Remember that was about like losing a love and, um, then related it to these like grand ideas of life and death and all this. And then now he's taking what's going on around him and more relating it to the personal stuff. So yeah, I'm very interested with in this new album, see what he's going to do. Cause, uh, he's an amazing songwriter. So that was mutual benefit with new history from thunder follows the light out September 21st on Transgressive Records.
0: Can I tell you a little bit of a story?
1: Nope. Okay. Not interested? No, lay it on me. I love stories. Oh, great. Okay. So,
0: once upon a time, the founder of Stone's Throw Records, Peanut Butter Wolf, uh, he found this incredible record from a cult funk musician who only released one record hmm. and then he searched for this guy for decades going he's never gonna
1: be another song from the 80s that you're gonna play no
0: well not exactly <laughs> um so he searched for decades trying to find this guy hmm. and he never produced or never put out any music and then in 2012 somehow he finally tracked profit down and they connected they talked about releasing another album and prophet was kind of like oh you're interested in my music i released one album like 30 years ago <laughs> and um so they they worked together at stone's throw and put out a uh comeback album for him in nice. and that came out on may 11th so it's already out it's really a cool album Super weird and funky and great, and I I really have been liking it, spending a lot of time with it. I say that I'm going to play a song sort of from the 80s because this song is kind of a reworking of a song that was on his um, 1984 album, Right On Time. They do it in an interesting way, though. So he had a cult following, and people who were into collecting funk records really knew about him, and that's how Peanut Butter Wolf uh, found out about him. So he's not very well known, but within musical circles, people know about him. Back in 2011, Night Jewel, have you heard of the singer Night Jewel? Yeah. She covered one of his songs, but recorded it, but never actually released it. So what they did was Mm -hmm. they took that cover and took his original vocals and created a new track to put on the new album. Interesting. And this song is so great. It has like half of his original vocals from the 1984 version and half of her vocals from the cover and um it's a great reworking it sounds modern and 80s at the same time and it is funky as hell i love it i've been blaring this song as well so let's listen to prophet featuring night jewel with tonight Nine.
1: I guess you and Prophet have uh, similar laughs because that freaked me out in the end and I did think that was you. Yeah, that sounds exactly the same. Uh, that was crazy. I liked it. Um, there was the, the time signature was crazy. Uh, and I, I mean, so many great funk elements, obviously all about that bass and some great goofy synths and uh, some funky guitar. I loved it um but yeah it was all over the place i feel like in one part they brought in that like electronic like clap sound just for a second and then it went away and i was like whoa there's a lot going on i feel like i Mm -hmm. need more listens but i I dug it
0: yeah it's it's a crazy song like you said it feels like it's kind of falling apart but at the same time very tight i don't know it's weird it feels like it could just um descend into chaos a little bit like not really make sense but they keep pulling it back together um and yeah i just i i love all of the weird synth sounds going on the crazy beat and uh driving bass and their voices together going back and forth uh yeah yeah her vocals uh
1: with his was was cool um how they did that because his did kind of sound I mean, I did wasn't thinking about it all the time, but sometimes I was like, oh yeah, you said those were his original vocals, mm-hmm. and uh, it reminded me of like the sound Ariel Pink creates, but this is kind of authentically it, right. because it is like older technology, old tapes, and then uh, combined, so it, it did feel kind of modern and fresh, but combined with some old school lo-fi stuff.
0: Yeah, it feels like it could have come out like this year brand new from some yeah. random band or in the 80s just right. uncovered so it was a great melding great creation the rest of the album is as crazy and weird as that it's a it's a fun the ride the artwork's pretty crazy yeah, too <laughs> it's it's fantastic so that was profit featuring night jewel with tonight from wanna be your man which is out now on stone's throw
1: Peanut butter wolf sounds like a uh, lyric from like a P funk song or something. Mm, yeah,
0: I could I could <laughs> Some, see that. It also sounds like a like a fairy tale character, which is why I asked if you wanted to hear a
1: story oh, about peanut butter wolf. Oh, that makes sense. The big bad peanut butter wolf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I got a funky follow up for that. That worked Ooh. out well, and uh, this one's hot off the presses. Just got it mere hours ago, as in earlier today. But uh, this comes from the Oakland band Bell's Atlas. Have you ever heard of them? No. They're a band that combines elements of funk, psychedelic rock, jazz, R&B, and many more. And they've supported the likes of Hiatus Coyote, uh, Bad Bad Not Good, Bilal, and W. Kamau Bell, to name a few. Mm. And their new EP, Be Brave, is out June 29th. And it's awesome. I just listened to it today and loved it. And uh, we're going to listen to this song NCAT Ncat no it's just NCAT and it stands for nothing comes after this and we'll talk more about what that means uh after we listen to the song so here's Bell's Atlas with NCAT
2: i
0: another song with just strange melody going Mm -hmm. on, which I I really do enjoy. Um, and it just felt like everything was like kind of had an aquatic tinge to it. It felt like it was Mm. underwater, just like dripping in a way. (laughs) And I I loved it. Uh, it created a a fun environment and the harmony toward the harmonies towards the end mixed with the distortion, uh, just swelling yeah, so good yeah it was it was a cool song i'm uh excited to spend more time with it as well there's a a good amount of sonic
1: territory covered in a
0: short amount of time
1: yeah a lot of good uh wah distortion Mm -hmm. on that uh yeah and i love the guitar following the nothing comes after this which that uh it's it's kind of about a relationship that's run its course and it's sort of saying like it feels like nothing comes after like it feels like this is coming to an end but i actually took it as a when i first heard as like a sort of sense of completion or like satisfaction like Mm -hmm. now nothing comes after this like it's all been accomplished but it's actually the opposite of that Mm. um and i also was thinking of it in a more like apocalyptic sense of like yeah, obviously politically inspired being like where right. do we go from here feels like nothing comes after this like where do we go from here so some interesting uh, interpretations of that that lyric but so that was Bell's Atlas with NCAT from Be Brave out June 29th and nothing does come after this because that was the last song oh, show's coming to an end it is yeah we're done Done. And what was the score? One to one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, cool. We tied. Cuzzo hug. All right. Birthday hug. Ooh, yeah. One second. Let me get a snack real quick. Yeah. Here, let's do a I snack got a sna- I
0: can't hug without a snack.
1: All right. <laughs> Hugging and snacking. Mm-hmm. Get over here for your birthday, Spankies. Watch, watch, watch. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Three for 34.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, that's how many you get for 34.
1: All right, one last thing to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. <laughs> My first shout is uh, to Dear Nora, with Skull's example that I played last week on the pod. First album in 10 years from Dear Nora. It's pretty awesome. Also, Deeper, their self-titled debut. I played them a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Shouts mm-hmm. to them. And Shouts to old Pusha with daytona he sure loves florida right is that where daytona is <laughs> yeah and that's produced by old sleazy yeezy himself <laughs>
0: yep sure is all right i got churches or chiverches as i uh, like to call him, with love is dead played them on the podcast we also played tracy ann and danny uh they have a self-titled album coming out of course tracy yeah. ann from camera obscura uh, Jenny Haval with the Long Sleep EP. That song that we played was incredible. Oh, yeah. And I'm interested to hear what the rest of that sounds like. And also Sudan Archives with the Sync EP, which um, I just checked out on NPR's first listen, and it is so cool. Very, very good stuff.
1: Neato. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for uh, joining us on this Most Holy of Days <laughs> brian's post birthday episode recording if you enjoy our show we would appreciate it if you give us a review on itunes and tell somebody you know shout it to the rooftops and head over to ghettoblastermagazine.com and check out all the great content there we'd like to thank our buddy aaron quillen and his band congress for letting us use pond fight as our theme song you can find us on all your social media platforms at best song ever pod Forget a blaster magazine. I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, "You better check your spec."
0: And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, "Don't let the bastards grind you down."
1: This is the best song ever.